Hello, listeners. We're back. It's me again, David, as usual, and my co-host, Jay George. I was half expecting you to ask whether I was here, because that's what you normally do. Yeah, I do. I, I, I keep in my listeners on their toes. You see, I like to mix it up. And what a week it's been, Jay. Looking at all the different websites, scraping the barrel for news stories. And I've got a few listeners, so, you know, stick around. Don't think this is a complete waste of your time. And I can hear my daughter in the background shouting, Dada! As <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't got time to do this. I get pulled away. She does do a good um, intro to our podcast. I think we should have her do it one week. Yeah, before she gets too old and gets boring. She, yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to this week, Jay? Anything interesting going on? I know you. You know, I think we talked about the fact that you're looking for a new roommate. Any any luck with that? Oh, Dave, I didn't tell you. She pulled out. No, she never. <laughs> yeah. Did she pull out? She pulled out. How come? <laughs> I don't know whether this is right for the podcast. To be honest, though, you were a bit up and down anyway. You know, she was on about. Um... Where's the Wi-Fi? Wasn't it? Can we get sued for this? I don't know if she'd subscribe to our podcast. No. But um, anyway, Jay's potential roommate-to-be, who's now not going to be his roommate, insisted that the Wi-Fi be turned off every night. We're because, going there, I see. We're going because, there. After, after because, a brief discussion about whether we could be sued, you just went there anyway. Because she thought she'd be in a microwave, is that right? Well, she didn't like the idea of the Wi-Fi being on at night, which... I did actually look into, and it's classified as like a possible carcinogenic. It wasn't total badness. So the good news, listeners, if you are looking for a place, is Jay is still on the lookout. There is still time. You can tweet us and, and put your reasons why you deserve to be Jay's roommate. My daughter's had a lot of, um, her friends have had birthday parties, so we've been going to a lot of them this week. Kids screaming and a lot of adults, I suppose, drinking, not to excess. We're not bad parents. <laughs> I can't just go talk about drinking on this show. Um, is there a connection to gaming with this story? <laughs> no, no connection. It's just see, see. Listen, the reason we leave this section in is we try and talk about what we've been up to and stuff. But if you really don't want to know what we've been up to, <laughs> we're happy to cut it out as well. We are humans. Is the point that we're trying to get across? We, we need to humanize ourselves. Are we humans? Are we dancers? <laughs> the Japanese? Uh, don't don't leave us. So, hang on. <laughs> don't single out the Japanese. We've got one Japanese listener. No, I said I said you're like leave alienating us. half our fan base. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love you. Are you ready for this week's gaming news, Jay? There wasn't much, but are you ready? Hit me. Spyro the Dragon was announced. There's going to be a remaster. What do you think? I don't quite understand the fuss about Spyro. I never played the original. I, I remember the reviews were. I thought it was like a a really poor Mario clone. I just kind of thought it was like a like you know a seven point five out of ten. I, I know he had kind of mascot qualities in similar vein to Crash Bandicoot, but there seems to be a renaissance of like. I feel like a lot of this is kind of based in nostalgia. Like people remember playing a Spyro as a you know like a nine year old or whatever, and so they're like, oh yeah, bring him back, bring him back, and then when he comes back, it's like, no, you shit. <laughs> Fuck off, I remember you and I hated you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree. I remember back in the day, on, on I think it was like PS1 or something, and I don't remember thinking, oh, I need to get Spyro or Spyro, and I don't remember a lot of people talking. Like, I feel like it's it's one of those things where everyone clamours, a bit like the backwards compatibility with the Xbox One and the Xbox 360. 
seriously, do you ever get your Xbox 360 games out? <laughs> I just do not. And they age really well. We've talked about this before. They age badly. And, and also, they look like shit now. There is so many good games out in this generation that it feels like... Like, if someone said, oh, do you want to play all your games on the Xbox? I'd say, yeah. And then they say, oh, you go then. You can play them now. I don't care. I I, I, I wanted it, but now you've given it to me. I don't want it. Because there's always something new coming out that you want to play that you you haven't played. Who's got time? Who's got time to play Xbox 360? I thought Spyro was like a a PlayStation um, exclusive. Like, I thought it was like a, you know, one of their, they owned that right of Spyro. But it's coming out on the Xbox uh, as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's coming on the Xbox as well. They're just diluting their brands, really. If he is a Sony exclusive, that shows how shit he is. Because they're like, fuck it, just give it to the Xbox. They don't even care. But who knows? It might be good. But, you know, if it is a remaster, then I didn't like the first one. So even if it's got fancy graphics and stuff, I can't imagine myself suddenly becoming a Spyro fan. Now, the next trailer that came out this week, totally different, Spider-Man. I keep on forgetting about Spider-Man. It's going to be one of those games where you just wake up one day and it's released and you forgot about it. Ironically, it's Insomniac Games, the same people that made, that are remaking Spyro, isn't it? Or they made the original Spyro, I think. You've done a lot of research, Jay. I might be wrong, but I think so. I think it's a, about time we get... I mean, like, the Batman series seems ages ago now, and I think it's time for a new superhero game to be, like, an, an excellent superhero game. What are the Batman studio doing now, though? I'd like to know that. Because it, it feels like... You know how um, the Bioshock team, they finished on Bioshock, and then they disbanded? Yeah. It just, like, didn't make any sense to me. There should be a documentary. Louis Farouk should do What Are the Batman People Doing Now? <laughs> with a limited audience <laughs> the general like public like, don't give a flying like, fuck I like it like, yeah but I, yeah, the Batman people that can mean anything do you know what I mean <laughs> what are the Batman people doing now he, 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 Louis going oh he's a graphic designer what are you doing now he's like I'm working on Spyro well, he doesn't speak like that <laughs> we should probably explain for anyone who doesn't know who Louis Theroux is he's a famous documentarian is that the word yeah he has shows on in the u.s fairly obscure internationally though i think like in the in the uk is well known but check out his stuff louis Farouk. hashtag louis Farouk. <laughs> also another story this week jay fortnite mobile released and apparently it earned like 50 million dollars in his first month which no. is like a... <laughs> no 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 15 million <laughs> 50 million dollars <laughs> Connection, Connection. $15 million. <laughs> Connection, $15 Connection, I know your father. <laughs> that was um, The Lion King. It wasn't a racist impression. <laughs> I'd like to make that crystal clear. <laughs> crystal clear. That was not an Indian. <laughs> no. Watch the Lion King, and then and then um, you'll understand. Get back to us, yeah. Um, but yeah, I the Fortnite, the the really popular battle royale game that we, we talked about last week. It, you know, it's on mobile now, and I think it's like shitter graphics. That's <laughs> the technical term. The graphics are shitter. <laughs> shitter graphics, as you was as you would expect. But um, the core gameplay is still um true to the tried and tested fortnite formula and apparently i heard um that there were so many schools complaining about 
kids in class playing it that there's actually a warning now on the the game on the on the mobile before it begins saying please don't play this in class sort of really? thing i don't know how much effect that has you know that's a bit alienating to older uh, players isn't it like, if i booted that up and it said please don't play this in class i think well <laughs> i'm just... a fucking loser if i'm this is clearly not intended <laughs> for me <laughs> <laughs> Please don't play this in class, kids. And I'm, I'm there, like, 32 booting it up. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking loser. <laughs> so they didn't think that went through. If it literally says, please don't play in class, then, then they need to rethink that. Because it alienates me. I'm alienated right now. Would you get angry about it or just, like, disappointed? Um... You squeeze the phone until it broke in your It's just charged. That would be a long time squeezing, wouldn't it? <laughs> You have to really squeeze that phone. I don't know if it's possible, but may- maybe with perseverance and, and, and a bit of luck. <laughs> Six hours later. Yeah, there's just a slightly scratched screen. <laughs> I'm not sure it'd be anger. I think it'd be just like deep sadness. I'd feel like my life did turn out how I hoped it would. <laughs> <laughs> and that, everyone, is the news of the week. Jay, are you a fan of Westworld? I do like a bit of Westworld. Yeah. I do like a bit of Westworld. You should make this clear for anyone who doesn't know what Westworld is. Westworld is a TV show, yeah, on HBO. It's sort of like a, a TV show about this world that is sort of designed by a computer and people, like real people, can go in there and like live out their fantasies or and they're sort of indestructible, right? Yeah, it's like how you imagine VR to be in 200 years or something. Yeah, well, you don't need a headset. You just literally are transported into a world and you can mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. So that's coming back out on April 22nd. So we're looking forward to that on this show. But, you know, listeners, we like to put a little bit of a twist. This isn't just a regular informative news story. I have a question for you, Jay. So basically, the original Westworld was about going back to the Wild West and living out that fantasy. Mm-hmm. So my question is to you is what gaming world would you most like to explore in that capacity, in a Westworld capacity, and basically, what would you do? Would you like me to start? Give you a bit of go on, then. Give me an example. Example. So, for me, I'm thinking High Rule. So I'm dropped into High Rule in um, Ocarina of Time. High Rule. Yeah. And then I have to think about what would I do. I'd probably first of all visit the stable to see the horse. <laughs> Fuck. That's the most boring thing I could think of. <laughs> I thought you say like paraglide off the top of the world or something. <laughs> oh, I'll go to the stable and stroke a horse. No, but I want to try some of that delicious milk they keep on giving you. You know that delicious milk they sell to give you like it gives you a few arts. <laughs> so I would go to the stable and 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 um see a pona because a pona would be there, and I would drink some of their milk and then I and then from that base I would work out you know what I wanted to do next. Do I go fishing in Lake Hyla? Again, the most boring activity I could think of. Fishing and patting the horse. Where would you like to go? What if I... Could I give you a few um, worlds and, and I, you could tell me go what you would do? Okay. Okay, so you've just been dropped in the Bioshock world in Rapture. What would you do? <laughs> Bioshock seems to be a recurring theme on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem so in various guises. <laughs> You're in Rapture, you know. What would you do? I was going to say, go and play with a little sister. <laughs> that doesn't sound very good. No, no, no. Rewind. 
would I do? Uh, I mean, it depends because there's three different Bioshocks. I would say you're like Westworld. You're indestructible. So you could just go tease a big daddy knowing that you couldn't be killed. No, but I was going to say, because there's Bioshock Infinite. Which, no, the original Rapture. Oh, well, it's a bit more gloomy, isn't it? Yeah. Just graf- graffiti a, bio, uh, a big daddy's helmet. Is not his actual helmet. Not his, you know. <laughs> just just blind him. Just like his, spray yeah. it all over his helmet so he's dizzy, <laughs> and then push him over and like push him into the into the water. So he's like fumbling about and like on his, he's on his back. He's on his back. He's he's panicking. <laughs> Maybe like pull his drill bit off and throw it away. <laughs> just, just tickle him. <laughs> Tickle him, yeah, because what would a big daddy lo- sound like if he was tickled? Would he, I don't even know if he'd have him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Stop tickling. Don't know. Where's my boobs, sister? <laughs> Give me my trumpet back. <laughs> Please, Jay. Where's little sister? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably stay away from them. They're quite big, aren't they? So Easter happened recently, Jay, as you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Easter saw Jesus rising again right? Obviously. I looked at the best and the worst gaming comebacks. So I've looked at what I think is the worst gaming comeback and what I think is the best gaming comeback. So mm. the worst comeback for me, do you remember the remake of the or the new game of the Duke Nukem game? Yeah, that's pretty notorious. I think the original Duke Nukem was pretty well received. Definitely. It's like lauded as one of the um, forerunners of 3D gaming, isn't it? Because it was like a, t- like a 2D slash 3D game. What happened? I think it lost its relevance. So I think it kind of got famous for well, its, well, A, its technology and B, its humor, I think. I, I say child humor, like we're not, I mean, on this show, we do have, you know, our moments. So my question to you is how would you make Duke Nukem better as a series? Dave, isn't this just the same as my game? Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Okay. So leave this then. Leave this. <laughs> okay. Can we? Let, let's do this sponsorship one. Let's let's try and get as much sponsorship. And now a message from our sponsors. Is smelling of shit getting in the way of succeeding in life? Do you wake up feeling like you've slept in a toilet? Then you need shit smell be gone. A new painted spray that eliminates shit twenty four hours a day. 365 days a year. Take Jimmy, who once had an air of shit following him around. God, mister, when I woke up, I fucking stank. I had no job, no woman. Now thanks to good old shit smell be gone, I made $2 million an hour. And I feel like I'm in charge of my future for once. Thank you, <laughs> shit smell be gone. <laughs> Take our shit... <laughs> <laughs> take our shit challenge today and if you still stink of dirty shit bastard after 500 days of using shit smell be gone we will give you a full refund no questions asked smell shit use it shit smell be gone i promise you won't <laughs> i know i love this product <laughs> you sound like the guy of different strokes what's his name <laughs> um <laughs> So we like to like look at news stories and give them our own little gaming twist. Now, recently, um, I don't know if you've seen, Jay, but the whole world has been banning a lot of Russian diplomats because of all that poison stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a nuisance. So 
you know, all, with all these Russian people getting, you know, diplomats getting banned, um, I just wanted to talk briefly about if Russian gaming characters were getting banned, would we miss them? So I've got a, a list of a few Russian gaming characters, and you could tell me <laughs> whether you would miss them or know about them. Okay, okay. There's not many of them, to be honest. I can't think of any. Okay. Zangief from Street Fighter. Do you remember Zangief? He's got to be the most famous. I know Zangief, but I, I didn't know he's Russian, to be honest. Well, you feel it here first. So Zangief, um, Street Fighter, Russian, probably the most famous Russian in gaming. Would you miss him if, if they decided he wasn't in the next Street Fighter? Well, I, I, I don't <laughs> think he's a diplomat kind of character. <laughs> no? He's not the best, though, is he? He's not like the Russians, really. The next one, I mean, I haven't... I've met this guy briefly because it's the first time I've played a game like this. And he's in Metal Gear Solid. It's Revolver Ocelot. Yeah, I know him. Again, I didn't know he's Russian. Russian. Um, I think is he... he a bad guy though? I don't know because I've never played. I've only started playing the the Phantom Pain, which is you know crazy. But he starts out as like your mentor in that and trying to like he he sort of guides you. So I'm guessing no, he's he's a good guy. Mm. <laughs> you you could... is he gonna do? A, is he gonna do like a classic British villain moment where Maybe. the end he turns out to be? That's a good point. What was the um, James Bond um, villain? Was he Russian? You know, the one in Goldeneye. I thought he was Russian. Sean Bean, that character. He wasn't Russian. No, no he's British. Boris was Russian, though, right? I don't know. Um, I'm invincible. So would you miss Revolver Ocelot? Considering I don't know who he is, then probably not. Okay, so... And now you can tell we're getting thin on the ground <laughs> with the Russian gaming characters. Um, <laughs> Father Gregory... In Half Life Two, <laughs> Father Gregory was that the guy, the nutty guy? In he throws you a shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> you remember him? It's the first good Russian I can think of. Yeah, Father Gregory. Oh, I definitely miss him the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was out of those three, I can tell you, Father Gregory. <laughs> I think he had maybe like three lines in the game, but I would miss him the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there was at a time where you were, you know, you were quite vulnerable, and he, anyone who chucks you a shotgun in Is that sort Russian? of thing. Yeah. According to my sources, he's <laughs> Russian. Your source is the Russian embassy. <laughs> <laughs> so we would miss oh, okay. Father Gregory. And that's all I have for us. There are a few other randomers from like the bygone era that you can find on our Twitter page. We'll post on there. Apparently, though, when I was looking, there was one character I thought was definitely Russian, but he's not. And he's in GTA, and that's Nico Bellic. And he's actually Serbian they sound the same really yeah, yeah so I, I thought oh nick nikos would be but nope serbian and that's it for the the russian gaming characters we would miss not many of them apart from father gregory bless his soul <laughs> okay so final part of the show as you know previously we sent a letter to is it K- kojima what's i don't yeah. know his proper name but um we i don't know his proper name <laughs> that's how much of a detention to detail the, the we genius in konami <laughs> We sent him a letter. We're still waiting for a reply, but we thought in the meantime, we'll send um, a new letter to a man we all know. We know him more as Major Nelson. I don't know his actual name, to be honest. So, I think a lot of people will not know who Major Nelson is. Major Nelson is this guy. He has a blog, and he's, I think he announces like the Games of Gold games, the games. Of the, he's involved with Xbox <laughs> pretty heavily. So, Isn't he? I think he's like the vice president or something. I, he, he's pretty high up in Microsoft. So at the end of each show, me and Jay like to send um, key figures in the gaming world a letter to maybe, you know, increase our 
um, opportunities, footprint. footprint, and 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 offer an opportunity for these gaming figures to to maybe partner with us or give us a job. I think they need help as well. So it's not just us. You know, they want to tap into the consumer mind. We're going to write this letter live. Well, yeah, live on our podcast. Are you ready, Jay? Do you want to start this week? Dear Nelsie Nels. You phony. (laughs) I can see through your lies. Through your tweets. I just need you to... Confirm your game attack. (laughs) So I can track you down. And shake your hand, along with giving you some stellar advice. Which would include a guidebook to how to really run xbox live very well you don't know us but we know you and i've got to say you've gone a bit downhill (laughs) your belly protrudes (laughs) and it is getting in the way of your job description (laughs) that's where we come in we can give you a new regime that is both nutritious and will make your presence a lot more popular with the people of Xbox Live. And South Korea. <laughs> we can help you with games with gold. <laughs> Take this, for example. No one's heard of half the shit. <laughs> half the shit you put out on Xbox Gold. So, hear me now. What about... <laughs> hear me now. What about we all get together... And really, really think hard about games with gold. <laughs> I can be your shining light in the dark, dark anus. <laughs> so, in summary, why don't we meet for a quickie drink <laughs> while we down shots of gold schlag? <laughs> I know you will see sense. Please find my resume enclosed. Do the right thing. You know who. Brackets. I don't have time to game anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And obviously, Jay, we need to send a letter and we're going to have to put the address. So I'm going to start it off. Mr. Major Nelson. Headquarters. Of Games with Gold. Microsoft HQ. Next to Bill Gates. In Redmond. (laughs) Brackets. US of A. That's it. We got the letter. We just send it and wait now, right, Jay? Build it and they will come. I think we're more likely to get a reply from Major Nelson compared to Kojima. What do you think? I think firstly because we're writing in his native language. (laughs) (laughs) And we're semi there. You you said you knew the address. I know it's in Redmond, so... I'm sure all the people of Redmond, all the post office, oh, another another letter for Major Nelson, put him (laughs) in the pile. And before we go, listeners, I just want to remind you, you can tweet us on I don't have time to game anymore. We have it down as I-D-H-T-T-G-A. Please give us a tweet. You can also star, heart, or favorite us on your podcast app. And of course, rate us on iTunes. There's also, I believe, some bonus website material. And at the moment, you can listen to one of our very first recordings, an episode we've called The Courtesy Teabag. So enjoy that, listeners. And I think that's all we got time for this week. There's a smell in the air and it smells like my dinner, so I'm going to have to go. What a sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving you listeners for dinner, but you, I hope you understand. Um, so I got to go. Bye-bye from David. See you next week. Tatty-bye.